I would say good morning, but it's noon, so it's good afternoon. It's afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Ernesto Alaniz. I'm, I'm a pastor here at Flint City Church. And I have made a commitment to the people of our church. Starting today, I'll be coming on here every Tuesday at noon. I'll be coming on here to do to host a little book club. Now, sometimes some of you will watch live, we watch after the fact, but we're gonna put this out here because we're we're entering a brand new um, journey together. Here's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're doing a book club. <laughs> It sounds kind of cheese, but this is what we're doing. We preached this, we talked this Sunday about um, Jesus and how, how Jesus, um, from his childhood to adulthood, before he got into ministry, Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, favor with God, favor with man. Jesus grew in these four ways, wisdom, stature, favor with God, favor with man. And so we want to grow in wisdom too. One thing we're doing to grow in wisdom is we are reading the book of Proverbs every single day. Uh, we've invited all of our church, anyone who wants to join us, we are reading through the book of Proverbs day by day. Today is January 10th, so today we can read Jan uh, Proverbs 10. Whatever day it is, that's the proverb we're reading that day. So even if you miss a day, even if let's say... Three days go by, don't open your Bible. If it's the 15th, you know, oh, today's the 15th. I'll read the 15th chapter of Proverbs. We're in a proverb a day for the next four months together. We're taking the wisdom of God and trying to expose ourselves to his wisdom. Now, does being exposed make us wise? No, it does not. But man, being exposed is a good start. Being exposed is a good start. The other thing we're doing to grow in wisdom is we've committed that through the entire year of 2023, we're going to read a book a month as a church. Now, if you already have your reading stuff all lined up, you go ahead, don't even worry about it. But for many of us, we feel this, um, this pull to begin reading, to change our lives, because many of us, reading is not a part of our everyday life, our every week life, our every month life. For many of us, our life is primarily entertainment. It's primarily consumption. That's a lot of us. We watch TV, we go to sleep. That's what we do. Evelyn Underhill once said, spiritual reading can be second only to prayer as a developer of the inner life. And I believe that's true. Reading is a powerful thing. We are people of the book. We believe God has spoken and his word has been written down. And so reading the word we believe is essential to growing towards God. But in order to be a good Bible reader, we must be a good reader. We also read the words of others who have come before us. So this month we're reading a book called The Life You've Always Wanted. I bought the $5 uh, mass market paperback. I don't recommend you do that because the, the, the typeset in this is really little. Like as small as I could have... It's more than I wanted. So we ordered another book, me and my wife did, and we're going to have another book coming right now. We already started underlining in this one. Um, this book, Life of Always Wanted, what is our book for January? This is a book about the spiritual disciplines. The spiritual disciplines. If you've never heard that word before, you're about to get a stinking um, a crash course in spiritual disciplines. A spiritual discipline is a practice that we, we do in our lives with the intention of drawing nearer to God. 
That's all it is. It is a habit that I put in my life. And the point of the habit is not to score points with God. The habit, it's, not, it's, it's, like, it's like this. How do you say it? Imagine you take your bride, or your, your spouse. Imagine you and your spouse go out uh, on a date every month. Once a month you go on a date. I know things are expensive, babies just cost money. So once a, once a month you go on a date. And in your mind you're like, I gotta go with my spouse because if I do, they'll leave me alone. You see kind of what the attitude is there? I gotta do this to fill my obligation to get you to leave me alone. That's an awful way to look at it. The true perception, the healthy perception instead, is, you know what? I want to take time at least once a month to sit across from my beloved, my husband, my wife. And I want to spend time with them and hear them and listen to them. That way we can strengthen our bond together. See the difference between those two realities? One thing I do, just across off the list, the other thing I do for the sake of my soul. The disciplines are not really things we do to cross off the list. We do these things to draw near to God. And this book is all about drawing near to God. Um, there's a... Chapter 1 is one of my favorite chapters. It's why I recommended this book for us this year. The first chapter is wonderful. Give that first chapter a try, and I think you'll see why we're going to spend time with the spiritual disciplines. The point of this book is not to make you feel small or like a failure. The point of this book is to awaken your soul to a greater hunger for the Lord. Jesus once said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness' sakes, for they shall be filled. We're told by the psalmist, taste and see the Lord is good. That's all we're trying to do. We want you to get a taste of the Lord and see how good he is. We want you to hunger and thirst after Jesus Christ. That's what we want for you. This book is simply a way to start stoking that hunger. Giving you a hunger for the good things instead of the McDonald's things. You know what I'm saying? So... The topic of our book is spiritual disciplines, and here's the schedule, okay? We'll be here every Monday. Every Monday we'll be here. And uh, next week, the 17th, we ha will have up to chapter 5 read. So next week we're discussing chapters 1 through 5. On the 24th, chapters 6 through 9. And on the 31st, chapters 10 through 13, I will put this in the comments to this post. Every Monday we'll meet here to talk about some of the chapters we're looking at. I encourage you to, if you have questions about the book as you read it, send, put those questions either as DMs here on Facebook. You can e uh, email me personally at Ernest, or Ernesto at FlintCityChurch.com. Or you put them right in the comments of this post and I will see them and we will make them part of our conversation next week. So our goal is to read these books together. And in having these weekly goals, we take time to sit down. Listen, if you read a chapter a day, you make it very easy. A chapter a day, you're talking 20 minutes. And I know some of you are like, oh, 20 minutes. But listen, a lot of us, I probably burn 20 minutes of YouTube every day. Honestly, that easy. We want to make room 
for wisdom to grow in our lives. And so listen, you don't have to do this. But if you're watching this YouTube video or this Facebook video, some part of you wants to do this. We do a different book every month. And this first month we're doing The Life You've Always Wanted by John Ortberg. All right? So that is the Flint City Book Club. We hope you'll join us month to month. At least pop in once in a while and see what we're reading. See if it's something you want to read. Um, I want to read one, uh, one excerpt from the book we are reading together. It's from Elizabeth Barrett Brown. Listen to this. Earth's crammed with heaven and every common bush of fire with God. But only he who sees take off his shoes. The rest just sit around and pluck blackberries. We got to learn to see. So the book club begins. We hope you will join us. Uh, we'll be back next Monday as we reach chapters 1 through 6. And uh, we'll discuss those. If you have questions, please put them right in the comments of this video. And uh, we will walk this walk together. Um, looking forward to reading this book with you, talking about it, thinking about it. Um, before we end, I'll, I'll give this testimony. The spiritual disciplines changed my life. No lie. Learning how to approach God in the real world. I had to do it. You have to do it. In friendship, how do you foster friendship? You spend time together. Uh, maybe you do things together. You talk, you share. When it comes to marriage and, and, and parenting, or even, you know, uh, getting our own parents, our own adult parents, we learn there's things we do to, um, to foster that relationship. I think about even throwing a birthday party for a kid and how, how the family comes out together and they have a cake and ice cream and sing a song. And it just cements this bond of familial loyalty. It's a beautiful thing. When I first met Jesus, I believed in him. I believed there was a king, the king sat on his throne, and I should obey the lawgiver. I should obey the king because he is high lifted up. But then you read the Bible, you realize the king wants to be your friend. Jesus wants to actually engage with you in the here and the now. But we don't know how to do it because he is spirit and we are flesh. He's invisible and I, I don't know how to get to him. And the disciplines are these physical things we do to engage the invisible God. And these simple habits... I, I made a part of my life, and they, they, they were life-changing. I hope you give them a chance as we dive into prayer, as we dive into meditation, as we dive into fasting. I hope you see these things and realize that these are, these are ways for normal people, not spiritual superstars, not monks, not priests, not pastors, but normal folk like you and me. These are ways that we can approach the God of the universe and you know what's nuts? We can experience his presence. We can experience his presence. So we begin the journey together. I hope to, I hope it's good. I think it's going to be good.
All right, God bless everybody. Have a wonderful Tuesday. I'm on the outs. All right, talk to you later, everybody. God bless you.